All right, all right, all right, guys. Happy, well, for me, today is Monday. Um, And it is also the first Monday of... Wasn't that more like Wheel of Fortune than whatever? But anyway, it is the first Monday of Hoodoo Heritage Month. Say yeah, oh yeah, say yeah, oh yeah. I know that was a little corny, but I am like hella excited um, because Hoodoo Heritage Month has been a thing since 2018 uh, when Mama Ru uh and she has a podcast it's called ancestor musings please go check it out and her community um they declared october hoodoo heritage month and why is that so important why is it so important for us to have a whole month to talk about hoodoo because it has as many things have within the african-american diaspora uh, has been plundered and used and uh, commercialized and all of these different things. So it's really lost its true essence um, in the great scheme of things. And to really see so many people and know so many people, not only in my own personal life, but just, you know, watching social media and talking to people and people, you know, trying to get more into contact with who they may be spiritually is a beautiful thing. So today I want to talk about hoodoo. I want to talk about it in in depth a little bit. Give y'all a little bit of marrow, okay? Um, so for those of you all who are new to the podcast, um, again, this is Elise Nicole. Um, y'all can just call me Nikki though. Uh, and this is Water for the Mind podcast. This podcast is created one because there's things I need to say that I can't always say in text. Um, so my social medias don't tend to always convey what it is I need to say. And I do better when I ramble. So y'all get to hear me ramble anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour regarding whatever thing that's been set on my heart for me to speak on or something that I've experienced. I am a uh, certified life coach and uh, a spiritual mentor. Um, I'm now learning more to dive into my personal spiritual walk, which includes hoodoo. So welcome, welcome, welcome to Water for the Mind podcast. All right. So as I stated previously, this is Hoodoo Heritage Munch. I'm actually making my coffee uh, because I've already made my ancestors theirs for this beautiful Monday. Um, hoodoo. What is hoodoo? Is it voodoo? Is it, is it, are we out here just out here cursing people, hexing people? And no, no, that's not what hoodoo is. Sorry to let you know. Now, can it be done? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But is that what the bone and marrow is absolutely not. That is not what hoodoo is by any stretch of the imagination. Hoodoo was created or was birthed, let me say. I won't even say created. Hoodoo was birthed from the needs of the slaves of the slave trade within America. Um, when we were brought over and we were stripped of our communities, let's not even talk about 
everything else. When we were stripped of our community, split up, put into homes with people we had never met, even though we may have been, you know, grown up in the same area forever and had a community and had a, a spiritual ecosystem that was very, very delicate, right? And we were put into these other environments, it birthed hoodoo. Now, you may find books upon books upon books upon books telling you, and sorry, I'm going to take a sip of my coffee because I need to wake up. Blessings to the ancestors. You may read upon books and books that hoodoo was influenced by Native Americans. You may read that it's something for everybody. You may read that anyone who wants to be anyone can practice hoodoo, do hoodoo. And I'm here to tell you, do, 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 you're wrong. That is not <laughs> how this works at all. Um, you know, you can give reverence to hoodoo for what it is and the power that it encompasses. However, it is not for everyone. If you do not have ancestors that were enslaved, hoodoo is not for you. If you do not come from a home where someone was impoverished and torn down and had to work their way up because of slavery and only because of slavery, hoodoo ain't for you. That's just it. If you're not black, it ain't for you. Anything can be packaged up and wrapped in a pretty bow and be called hoodoo because we had to practice it in secrecy. We had to, right? And you may know people who have their own folk magic, and I'm not knocking it. Because, hey, I feel like everybody has the power of alchemy in some way, shape, or form. But hoodoo specifically our type of alchemy is empowered through our connection to the individuals and the people who came before us. It is empowered through our ancestor veneration. It is empowered through our version, and let me be clear, our version of Christianity. It is empowered through Ephi. It is empowered uh, 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 through all of the different sects of ATRs and ADRs. That is what empowers hoodoo. So if you are not black, I'm going to say this so you can understand and not get my words misconstrued. Okay. If you're white, hoodoo ain't for you. You might be doing something, but that do that you do is not hoodoo. I don't know what it is you're doing, but it ain't that, okay? All right, so we're just going to leave that where it's at. Um, but you're going to find many books that may tell you otherwise. And, the, and I feel like the reason that is is because we as black people have become so... <sighs> What's the word I'm looking for? I won't, I won't say weak because it's, it, I'm not, first off, I'm not speaking that over my people, period. Um, but we have be, become so endowed with 
the desire to help, to aid, to nurture, because that's who, that's who we are. We are nurturers, right? Um, that we, you know, kind of succumb just, just to bring us some peace. Yeah, you can do it if you want to just leave me alone. Right. <laughs> it's like when you give your kid who's bothering you for the past 30 minutes, your phone after telling them no over and over and over again, you're like, you know what? Fuck it here. Now you mess it up. That's on you. And that's how I feel like a lot of people got into hoodoo. Um, <laughs> a lot of, you know, non-black people. Uh, somebody, you know, they kept pressing and pressing. They was like, you know what? It ain't going to be as powerful as mine anyway. So, I mean, whatever. Fuck it. Here you go. Take a sip. See what happens. It's out of my hands now, right? But I want to let you know that even if... um you are not a person of color. I know that there is a connectivity to your spirit guides for you. It's just this month ain't about you. Okay? So there's that. Um, but this month being Hoodoo Heritage Month, I kind of want to dive into not just the history of hoodoo and what hoodoo is, but just some questions that I've gotten around hoodoo over the last year. Specifically. Um, I have been a spiritual mentor for, I won't even say a mentor. I have been practicing non-Christian spirituality for at least 12 to 13 years at a minimum. I'm not about to count back to the first day because I I don't even remember. It was before my daughters were born. So it's somewhere around 12, 13 years. All right. And considering myself hoodoo specifically, has only occurred within my life over the last year, year and a half. Um, Because I strayed away from it. I strayed so far away. I was like running like, no, I don't want to do who do. And so I did what a lot of, you know, other people of color who were damaged by the Christian system. Because a lot of time when you see who do, they talk a lot about the Bible. They talk a lot about uh, the church and, and all of these different things, which caused a lot of trauma within the black community, not just because of church, but because of, of the, the types of things that were happening within the church community. And so, you know, I ran from it. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that. I don't want to pick up my Bible. I don't want to listen to gospel music. I don't want to do da, 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 because that doesn't resonate with me. And that's fine. That is fine because during that path, I, you know, got introduced to uh, meditation, um, breath work, uh, chakra uh, balancing, all of these different spiritual modalities in order for me to strengthen my oneness within myself. So I was able to get a oneness first and then hoodoo creeped up on my doorstep again. This was when I was, you know, researching Oshun and, you know, Shango and, you know, Oya and all of these different African Ifa Dukumi deities. And Hoodoo was like, hey, how you doing, partner? So, you know, that's cool over there. But come, come, come. Come on over here and see what, 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 what we talking about over here. And so 
as I started doing more studying, my heart would settle when I would see a scripture of Psalms or I would feel that settle because, again, I'd already went through my connection of oneness. Right. Um, So I understood more clearly the messages that were being provided to me by me embracing who do now from this oneness scope instead of trying to be like the others instead of trying to be within this mob mentality that we have been you know kind of thrusted into I was able to heal and that's the one thing I want you all to get out of this particular message uh, out of this particular episode hoodoo is not about profit I think um uh, at bless the roads, bless period the roads. Um, he is a phenomenal uh, reference for what hoodoo is and what hoodoo isn't. Okay, um, he is. You can be found on social media. I think he has a Twitter. I know he definitely has an Instagram. I posted some stuff within my Instagram stories in regards to some of the things that he said. Um, but hoodoo isn't about profit. Right. Um, Hoodoo isn't about even though it does encompass mojo bags and uh, uh, crossroad spells and, you know, crossroad spells. I I hate that word. Um, And all of these different things. But that's not what hoodoo is about. Hoodoo is healing. I think I'm going to make a shirt that says that. Hoodoo is healing because that's really what it is. It's about bridging the gap with the information that you have in the current space that you're in. As I previously stated, Hoodoo was birthed from a multitude of different villages having to come together and find a way to create a new community, having to take the land that they no longer knew and use it for their benefit use it towards their spiritual endowment because the thing was we were our our spirituality as 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 black people is more about community than anything else and anytime you find something straying away from community run that's all i got what what's what's that little tiktok thing would be like run do no 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 like haul ass get away as quickly as you can our spirituality is built on community more than anything hoodoo is about community there is a book that i based my first retreat off of and it's called jambalaya and when i read jambalaya and shouts out to my homegirl amber for putting me on um when i (laughs) when i read jambalaya i was like oh yeah Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the one. This is the one we need. But I think the thing that people kind of miss with Jambalaya, one, because of some of the, you know, perceptions of of the writer. You know, I don't agree with everything she says, but it has a lot of good energy and it has a lot of good information. And the one thing that stuck out to me was a story where she talked about how as a child she realized a lot of the times her family would go off into the darks of the night and go come together and they'd be out partying and you know whatever and 
it was also a time for those in spirit to connect and talk in private or share testimony and story about, you know, what spirit had done for them. And how much she wanted to be a part of that number, but knew it was not her time, which is fine. But that is the thing that hoodoo is. Hoodoo is about community. It's not just about going sitting in front of somebody and saying, oh, okay, how do I light these two, three candles and get my man to come back? Can you do that? Yeah. But should that be the basis of your spiritual uh, uh, journey? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The things that I've learned as I've delved deeper into my oneness in hoodoo, right? Because my hoodoo ain't going to look like your doo-doo, okay? Um, it's going to look like my shit because it's my shit. And my family, I come from a long, <laughs> a very long line of prayer warriors. That was, that's my family's power, I guess you can say, I think, you know, how they'd be like, oh, every family has, you know, a niche or or whatever. My family's thing is the power of prayer. Right. Because my mom, they raised me. But when I tell you she could pray you to heaven or to hell, she got to pick and she would do it without a second thought. Okay, but. My interaction with hoodoo has now healed that fear because I felt a lot of times growing up that she was using her tongue in a manner that did not empower the ones around them, but rather kind of beat. There was no room for understanding. And I felt like, you know, her relationship with God was very, very restrictive. It was very, don't do, 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 don't do. But I used to wonder, well, what is, what is God telling you to do other than pray? You know, what are you praying for? What are you praying against? What are you, what, you know? Um, and as I dove deeper into my connection with my ancestors and learning to speak to them in their love language so I could call the ones forward to help me do the healing that I needed to heal so that my power be- could become more uh, 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 focused and enlarged. I started to realize that a lot of things that are in her, that were in her, in me. We one and the same. It's I and I over here. Okay. And so embracing that and saying, okay, I saw what you did, but what am I going to do with it? What am I going to, how am I going to empower it? How am I going to take what I have now and the information that I have now and the freedom of mind that I have now and the understanding of the cosmos that I have now that you didn't have? How am I going to implement that into my daily workings? Right? And that's how hoodoo helped heal me. Okay? It helped heal my affinity. Not affinity. I don't think it's affinity. I don't know which word I'm trying to look for. But my uh, uh, aversion. That's the word. My aversion to anything Christian. Even though it was a huge 
child, when I said, I think I did a previous podcast. I think it was Jesus on the midline. But I let y'all know that I was in church from Sunday to Sunday. That's the only place I, I, I was at. And so if I don't know nothing else, baby, <laughs> let me tell you, I know the Bible. But I never felt comfortable with shouting or speaking in tongues or anything that caused me to lose my sense of self. Right. That was always my biggest thing. Where is my sense of self within this thing? Why do I have to shout like that? Like this person? Why do I have to raise my hands when it feels better to just leave my hands down and, and, and allow spirit to work and to move? Why do I have to touch my neighbor? I don't like touching people. Not knowing <laughs> that me not liking to touch people is because I have the energy of uh, the power of laying hands. Not knowing that I could feel that transfer because everybody wasn't in church for the same reasons, right? And I didn't, I didn't like touching my neighbor because I felt something. It felt like an ectoplasma around them. Like I didn't want to touch my neighbor. Please and and please don't touch me. Like I used to kind of duck and dive around that one touch your neighbor and say no don't touch me because I don't need your prayers on me I don't need your prayers on me and so I started to learn that those were a lot of my differences because I carried a different ashe a different energy right and I they never taught me how to I was never taught how to hone that individually before trying to do it with others. And so now where I am with hoodoo is taking that oneness that I was able to cultivate and hone and love on and now bring it to my community to add into the pot. And if you approach hoodoo in that manner, in that way to connect with community, to be find find your place within the grand scheme of things. It will allow you to heal those previous misconceptions you may have had about somebody in your life previously. That is what hoodoo is about more than anything. It's about getting what you need when you need it. Right now, you may think, oh, what I need is I need some money. And don't get me wrong, we all need some money. <laughs> Again, like I told y'all, I ain't been doing no readings, no nothing, no work. I mean, I've been working. I'm always working. Um, I'm always doing something. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because you guys, um, I'm around my biological mother a lot more now. And um, she's always like, what's this? Why do you have this over here? Because the thing about hoodoo is... It's about what you have access to, right? It's about the things that you have touched throughout your day. It's, it's not just about going to some store and buying some hygiene. It's not about just going to some store and purchasing some hyssop. It's about gathering the things, being in the now, paying attention to what's around you and being like, oh, I could use that. So when I, when I, you know, I'm on my health kick right now and I'm eating eggs every morning. So guess what's coming around the corner? Some egg powder, of course, 
Cause you can't, you can't be out here running around all spiritually unclean, you know, but it's one of those things of you, you, you'll start to learn like, you know, you saving coffee grounds or, uh, what's something else? Pine needles, love, love boiling pine, making a pine oil, doing a pine floor wash. If you know anything about that, like hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what what's y'all what's y'all energy with pine? Because pine is something that I work a lot with, especially being North Carolinian. You're gonna, you know, we used to find pines and pine cones everywhere. Those are a strong hoodoo energy, at least for me, right? Um, so, you know, pine is a great thing to work with when you start learning more about connecting with the history. Right. And finding out what works for you. Hoodoo is the one becoming the many, the one, you know, joining the many. That's that's how it started. It was all these individuals coming together and saying, "Okay, let's create a community now because we obviously are where we are. Not saying there's nothing we can do about it, but we are where we are. So what are we going to do with it? How are we going to empower one another and use what we have oh okay so when I was here this looked like this and this reminds me of this and how do they use it here how can I use it right red brick you remember going through all of the neighborhoods and everybody's house had red brick right that is a powerful hoodoo tool so there are so many different things that you are not going to find, I mean, you can find it in a store, but isn't it better when you find it within your community and say, hey, okay, I know this has been around my people and it's soaked up that energy of their needs. And so I'm going to transmute that energy and I'm going to cause it to be A, B, C, and D. And that is what hoodoo is. It is true alchemy. It is true connection. It is true you know, spirit connectivity. It's it's that true oneness that everyone keeps kind of looking for. It's a full oneness, right? It's not the separation of oneness, but it's a full oneness. And I hope that resonates with somebody because when I say stuff sometimes, I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of crazy, but it is what it is. That's how I'm interpreting it you know, this power, this connection, this beauty, this peace, um, this communication, because that's really what it is. It's a communication with those before you to let you know, okay, guess what? I remember when I was your age, before I crossed over, and I did this, this, and this. Don't do that. Don't do that. I learned my lesson. Learn it. Learn it now. Like when I go and I sit and I, I I talk about talk at my prayer altar to my ancestors, I'm always asking for allow me to skip the lessons you didn't learn. I don't want to have to learn the same lessons you learned, right? So show me the ways in which I can ease my path compared to yours, because you know I talk, I think I talked about it in Jesus on the main line, and it's something that. You know, um, I wouldn't even say I'm still healing, but it is something I'm still trying to understand how my mother had this power 
of, you know, being able to nurture children and love children. Because I don't have that. I have kids and I can take care of them well, but I'm not domestic. <laughs> Learning that more and more, the more I dive into my oneness, I'm not domestic. I don't like none of that shit. I don't fuck with none of that shit. Mm, with none of that shit. Like, I don't. Um, because, I don't know, I'm just in a place, especially right now, I want the easy life. You know what I'm saying? I want to hire a maid. I'm going to hire somebody that like to clean. You know what I'm saying? Not somebody that's cleaning because they got to clean, but somebody that actually enjoys it. That's the beauty about having a business. If you can at this time, you can actually do something you like to do. Because if you like cleaning and you like setting the space and the energy, I know there is um, one person that I connected with. She likes to clean because she understands the power that it has when it comes down to your energetic purpose. So that's why she does it. She does it to help others with their energy, right? So... For me, my thing is I like to spread knowledge and create spaces of expansion, an area for people to, you know, be honest and open and get constructive uh, uh, communication. I won't even say criticisms, right? Constructive communication so that they can take something new with them on their road, right? Because I think for me, my thing was I, w- I didn't feel like when I was in church every day that I was learning anything new. All right. God is God. Got to work it out no matter what. Pay your tithes. And um, that's it. Right. That, that was really the basis or it felt like the basis as a child. Right. But now that I'm older and I'm able to approach the Holy Bible as for what it is, considering I've also been, you know, Muslim in my life, in my past. Um, and I've also, you know, dove into Taoism and all of these different, you know, ways and information when it comes down to connecting to spirit. I can now look at the Bible, not necessarily as the only holy book, but one of the many. One of the many, because here's the thing. When spirit sends you signs, do they only send you, quote unquote, angel numbers? I don't like angel numbers. I call them synchronicities, but, you know. Or do you sometimes get a message from an animal? Or do you sometimes go out, talk to a tree, and it nestles <laughs> your, your shoulder a little bit? Or, you know, the silence and you, you feel spirit or for me anyway, you feel spirit sit on you and tell you it'll be all right. Like, what are the different ways that spirit talks to you? And hoodoo has allowed me to really embrace those different modes of communication. And so um, if you are walking into hoodoo and your first thing out of your mind is, ooh, I want to learn how to make a money oil, Back up, back up, take a moment, and I implore you to actually use hoodoo first as a healing modality rather than a manifestation kind of thing. Can you do that? Yeah, but y'all know me. I'm more about foundation than anything else. And if your foundation is rocky, your work will be rocky. And as quickly as it worked 
it will be as quick to fail whenever some shit pop off. Build your relationship with what you have and create the the space that it is that will empower and elongate your situations of happiness. That's what I got. Hoodoo is healing more than anything else. All right. So during this month, focus on your healing. Focus on the hoodoos before you. Okay. Focus on Harriet Tubman. Focus on Nat Turner. Focus on Frederick Douglass. Focus on Zora Neale. Like, do you some research. Learn about your history and how so many different pieces of our black heritage used the connection to source to empower and bring themselves out of a place of need. All right. So that's my time for today. I just wanted to get that out. Um, Like I said, for me, it's Monday. This will be released on Thursday. Y'all be good to yourselves. Um, And I want to leave y'all with this. So, and I've been debating on it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay, hold on. So when I go to my ancestor altar, I always pray. And if you don't have a good relationship with the people that you know that came before you, um, I want to offer a kind of template prayer to get you started. The way that you can start to connect to your ancestors is very, very simple. It doesn't take a lot. All right. You don't need to have a big altar. Hell, you can do this with your morning coffee while you're sitting at your at your table in the mornings. Get you a glass, clean it out, put some fresh water in it. Get you a nice little tea light or candle, preferably white. Thank the candle. Say thank you for doing this for me. Thank you for being a beacon. All right. And as you sit and sip your coffee, I want you to recite this prayer. You might need a pen and paper. You know, if you need to pause it, go run or run it back. Listen to it later. Whichever. Um, But this prayer is one that was given to me uh, from a lot of different things that I picked up on. And also... From my own personal experience. Alright. So this prayer. Is to usher in your ancestors. To gather more. Understanding. So that you can empower your work. Alright. O creator. I come to you. As humbly. As I know how. I. And then insert your full name. uh, son of or daughter of you can either state maternal or paternal or both if you know them I come to you asking that you open up the, the communication ways 
for my ancestors to hear me. To my ancestors unknown that want the best for me, that want to see me grow, whose hand has always been on my shoulder and foot in my path, I ask for you to come into this space and usher in peace, love, prosperity in all of the ways that you see fit. I come to you openly, never knowing but understanding the greatness that you are. Allow me to be strong and at peace with every moment of this day. I thank you for these things being done. I thank you for the unknown being seen. I thank you for open communication and clear understanding. I thank you for abundance and all good things and allowing me to stay balanced and healed. I am honored to be in your presence. Ashe. And that's it. That's it. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to do. Say that every morning. Write it out. Put your own little spin on it. Ask for what you want. But the things that were very important is I came to them humbly. Because here's the thing. If you walk in somebody's house you ain't talked to in 20 years and you like, oh, let me go get me a, a, a cup of water out of their uh, kitchen. What? That's not your place. That's not your place. So come to them humbly. Because you wouldn't walk up in your grandma's house without saying hey to everybody. Not the way you do things. You speak. That's what I mean by when I say humble. I'm not saying come to them like you don't know nothing ever. Because you have new understandings of the world. Like my grandma, and I'll give you all this little story. So that when I really, really dove into hoodoo like deep, like I was making sure I was getting up at a certain time to go pray at my altar um, and all of these different things because I was, I was trying to open in that mode of connection. I'd already connected to my great-grandmother. Bless her soul. And I could just feel her like in the house. Like I was remembering things I didn't remember. I remembered and all of these different things. And so I'm sitting at the altar and I'm just praying. I think at the time I was actually doing some type of like road opening um, for my finances. And we can talk about that on some different stuff about road opening and who do. And it had been a long day. Kids are wore me ragged. <laughs> and, but I was still up. I still got up and did my prayer because I felt like that was my, my sleep was my sacrifice because I didn't go out and buy nothing. I literally used what I had in the house to do this road opener because I said, I don't have no money to do nothing extra. I was like, but I can pay you in my time. Right? So, I provided, you know, my time as, as offering. 
Um, and it was time that I would have rather been asleep. So I was in, I made sure I was inconvenienced. Okay. That's the thing about sacrifice. Okay. So you got a lot of money, you spending money on stuff to put into your working and you wonder why your working ain't hitting like it's supposed to hit because you're doing too much. You're not giving what they're asking you for. Sometimes they want your time. Sometimes they want you to turn off the phone. Sometimes they want you to step away from that man. Sometimes they want you to step away from that woman. Sometimes they want you to tell you, set a definitive bedtime for your children. So that in the evening you have time for them. Whatever it is that you got to give to get, give it. Out here trying to buy a fucking Rolex with two dollars. No, I mean, you can if you the right kind of hoodoo. <laughs> if you know, you know, but you have <laughs> that is really funny. And I think I just got okay, anyway, moving, 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 moving along. Y'all don't understand how quickly stuff, and I asked for clear communication this morning so. Happy Hoodoo Heritage Month. Um, what was I saying? So you got to give something to get something. And so I'm giving my time that I had and making extra time. But I had to let some other things go to the wayside. I wasn't like washing the dishes every night. But I was at least wiping down all the counters and putting everything in the sink, running some water in there. And so I'm at my altar and I'm, you know, giving thanks and praying and Tears coming out of my eyes. And I got in the image, my grandma sitting in her rocking chair. <laughs> and she go, you need to hit them dishes, don't you? Now, mind you, when I have my connections and, you know, my visions and things like that, I've learned that it is clear communication from my gods. It's not just me remembering something, right? Because in a moment like that, I was, I, I was not paying attention to them dishes. Now, I know one, she was asking for that because she likes cleanliness. That's how she can move and she can work, right? And she had like 13 kids. And I think for where I was in my life, I was dealing with something she may have previously dealt with. <laughs> but I had to let her know we different. <laughs> and this is what we can do. I stopped my prayer. And I said, listen, Grandma, first off, that was rude. <laughs> I was like, because, you know, I get distracted easily. So you distracted me in the middle of your, my prayer when you know I want to get all of this out first. I was like, I know you, Grandma, and, and you, you've been fussing at me all day. I get it. But I'm me. And I'll be honest with you. I don't like doing this shit. So you're going to have to show me some different ways. You're going to have to give me some leeway. She goes, I don't care when you do it. You just need to get it done. I said, okay, that's fine. Then first thing in the morning, if you keep peace in my home in a way that I can get good sleep after I am done, 
giving my energy and my time into this working. Wake me up refreshed. Make sure my sleep is well. So if I don't need to be, you know, dreaming all crazy, then I'm going to need you to go ahead and get that little shot off shot and keep them dreams away. Do whatever you need to do so I can get some rest and I will get up in the morning. First thing I do, wash the dishes. And so when I got up in the morning, I was rested, even though I probably only slept for like maybe two, three hours. And at the time, I wasn't really drinking coffee. Wake up, hit my spliff, and got the urge to put on some music. Put on some music, and next thing I knew, I was cleaning the dishes. It's a give and take. They're going to talk to you. You're going to hear them. But you have to make sure that what you are giving is what they are needing so that they can do what they need to do. Remember, last episode I talked about how spirit moves fast. It do. So, you know, stay doing stuff you ain't got no, you don't know about yet. You know? That's the beauty of getting older. You pass a point here and then you get older there. But with all that said, y'all have a wonderful rest of your Monday. I'm going to finish my coffee and enjoy my morning. I've already been to my altar. I already spoke with my people. Um, happy Hoodoo Heritage Month. And thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. That situation thing, if you can't change it, change your mind. <laughs>